Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Aloha and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast with my mom, Monica Swanson. On the Boy Mom Podcast, it is our goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcasts. We're so glad you're here. It's been really fun. Like, I mean, especially in Hawaii, no matter what, I think all kids should be outside, but boys, especially, I think just need to be in the environment, adventuring and like finding worms and just playing in the sand. You are listening to the voice of Bethany Hamilton, someone you are probably already familiar with. Bethany became famous at age 13 when she survived a shark attack off the island of Kauai, losing her arm to a shark, but getting back in the water just weeks later, back to surfing, and then over the next few years became one of the best female surfers in the world and continues to be an incredibly powerful surfer in her 20s. Bethany's book, Soul Surfer, was one of Luke's early inspirations that made him really want to become a professional surfer, went on to become a major motion picture, Soul Surfer. I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't, you should definitely watch it. But Bethany's story is very famous, and she's been interviewed all over the world. She is a huge inspiration to young women and really to all people. She's incredible. What I wanted to do is I wanted to have Bethany on because she has grown up now. She's gotten married, and she is a hashtag boy mom. She has two young sons. And I wanted to hear about her motherhood. Recently, our family watched her documentary called Unstoppable, which I highly recommend. We'll talk a little about that today. But um, it kind of shares some of the honest side of her, um, you know, being a professional surfer and then getting pregnant and what that was like and how she handled that and how she balanced it and how she continues to figure out how to navigate those waters. So we talk about that today. But I just love Bethany's heart for doing amazing at whatever she does. She does it well. 
well. She has great faith. She has a great attitude. She is seriously unstoppable. And this summer, I wanted to do a little series where I celebrate the different stages of raising kids. Now, most of us have a favorite stage. Some of you love the baby stage. Some of you, like me, kind of prefer the teenagers. And there is somebody that loves everything in between, middle school years, elementary years. So I wanted to bring somebody on who has a child or more than one child, a son in each of those stages and talk about it. Talk about the joys, talk about the challenges, get to know some of these boy moms a little bit better as we celebrate the different stages of motherhood. So Bethany kicks off our summer series. I'm not going to go in any particular order as I've got different people I'm interviewing who can just get on at different times. But Bethany's talking about those toddler years, the preschool years with her sons. And she's going to share honestly that it's not an easy season. It is a challenge, especially with two of them and her busy life. So you're going to get to hear the true story behind how she's doing as a mom. And then we also get to talk about all kinds of other things about her own um, health and fitness, what she does for her workouts. We talk about um, her marriage and parenting. We talk about, oh, so many things. We cover a ton. Now, I just have to apologize in advance. I'm really bummed that this recording came out not super high quality. It, there's some really messed up parts where uh, there's some fuzziness and I apologize. I didn't want to ask Bethany to redo this interview and I thought you can hear her pretty well. So I'm sharing it anyway. The good news is, is since this interview, I have found a better way to record a new software I'm using. So in future episodes, you're going to hear a lot higher quality. So thank you for bearing with me in that. Okay. And before I dive into this conversation with Bethany, I just want to thank you all again and again for your support support for spreading the news about this podcast. The community is growing and we're getting more downloads all of the time. I also want to thank you for your ratings and reviews, which mean the world to me. And it's been a while since I've shared one. So I thought I would share a recent review. This is from Jody Grace, who gave me five stars and titled it. You'll love it. She writes, I love this podcast so much. Monica shares so much truth here, but also makes it feel like you're out for coffee with a best friend. As a young mom in the throes of raising three young boys, ages four, two, and one, God bless you, Jody Grace, this podcast has given me so much encouragement and confidence in my everyday parenting. She shares so many practical things that all moms can glean from. I pray that as I incorporate these things she shared, I too can start to become a Jesus-filled mother to my boys. Thank you, Monica, for all the time and effort you put into this podcast. It has greatly blessed me, and I look forward to many more episodes. Well, Jody Grace, that means so much to me. I am so grateful that you're blessed through this podcast. And to all the rest of you who just tap on those five stars or leave a few words, thank you, thank you. Uh, it really does help actually leaving those ratings and reviews helps people find this podcast because the more ratings and reviews you have, the more Apple podcasts and all the other platforms share this podcast. So just trust me on that one. It really does help. So thank you guys. I am excited to share this conversation with Bethany as we talk about those preschool years, raising boys, all the beautiful parts, all the challenges, and you can just get to know Bethany more too in this interview. I hope you enjoy, and I'll have a few final words at the end. Well, hey, Bethany, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. Thank you, Monica. Glad to be here. It's so much fun. You've been on my list for a long time, um, and I've been excited to get to talk to you. And I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself a little bit, but first of all, I just want to be able to tell you publicly what an inspiration you've been to my whole family. 
And we remember you from way back as a young teen when we would see you, I guess, up in Haleiwa, maybe when you'd visit Oahu and the boys would surf with you. I think I have some pictures of you with them. But um, <laughs> you know, we just, we have been fans for so long, but watching you grow up and grow into becoming a mom and a wife and you've really inspired us. And the truth is, is not only are you amazing and most people listening already know who Bethany Hamilton is. You're like a household name. But I'm just going to say from a surf family, my boys are big fans of your surfing. They like, they grom out before they go surfing, they'll watch surf videos, surf movies. And of course they're watching like world champs, John, John Florence are watching, you know, some of the legends, Tom Curran, but there's a couple girls that they will watch to get really stoked. And Bethany, you are one of them. They love your surfing. Aw, cool. Yeah, because you surf with such style and grace and you're powerful. So anyone who hasn't watched like a lot of a lot of Bethany's clips, definitely go back and find um, find some of her powerful surfing because it is inspirational <laughs> for sure. And then more recently, now that Luke is kind of up trying to become, you know, a pre professional surfer like you are, he's now um, got a bunch of things in common with you. He's got a uh, surfboard shaper, Britt Merrick, whose wife is one of my best friends. So I guess you've gotten to know Kate too, right? Because she's been on oh your Unstoppable course. Yeah, Kate is like such an amazing human. I love her. I'm like, I wish we were neighbors because I think yeah. I would hang out with her. She'd be like my older friend that is just wiser and has yeah. her life way more figured out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she makes us laugh so hard. She's hilarious too. Yeah. So, yes, and then Luke started surfing with Rip Curl, who has been your sponsor for, like, a long time, right? I know, yeah. I saw him this winter um, at the Rip. They had a, a Rip Curl house kind of rented out, mm -hmm. so he was surfing with some of the girls, which I was nursing an injury, so I was just swimming around and hanging out. But, yeah, um, yeah it's fun yeah. to see. I saw, it too, he's ripping, which is so exciting. Uh, like really finding kind of his his niche and pushing himself yep. that's fun to see he is he's trying really hard and as you know it's not easy the competition is fierce but yeah he loved being on the beach with you and meeting your cool kids he thinks your husband's like a legend so you know yeah my husband <laughs> is, so he got he's that so right cool. <laughs> yes I think so so we are just really big fans and we have loved watching your movie. And I want you now to just kind of give people who don't know you well or don't know, you know, what you're up to these days. Bring us up to speed. Tell us what you're up to and about your family. Okay, sweet. Well, yeah, I'm a mom of two boys. Um, I made, well, my husband and I got married, I guess, about six or seven years ago. <laughs> um <laughs> And we live here in Hawaii as well. And we have two boys, um, Tobias, who's almost five, and Wesley, who's two. And I'm a professional surfer. And uh, my life has been shared very much publicly since I was a young girl. Um, I lost my arm to a shark when I was 13. And so my story was told through my book, um, Soul Surfer, which then was made into a movie. And then now I just recently, more recently, um, released a documentary called um, Unstoppable. It's on iTunes and Netflix if anyone wants to check it out. And um, that has been just like a really cool journey because it kind of like was an accident almost. And then it just happened kind of. And so <laughs> it's been really cool to share it just you, because. You mean the filming of the movie? Yeah. Oh, tell <laughs> like us how that happened. 
Well, we had started out to make a short film um, of me just pushing women surfing, and it was just going to be like 10 to 12 minutes long, and it was shortly after my husband and I had gotten married, and you know, I had kind of come out of the season of a little bit of a burnout with my sport, um, with competitive surfing, and so I was just kind of cruising, doing other things, and then I met my husband, so thank goodness I took the time to cruise and <laughs> do other things, <laughs> um, because it, the timing was just really special, and then I felt like there was a lot of, like, kind of my surfing goals kind of unchecked, so we kind of took the moment of time in our life to like, wow, let's just like, my husband was all in support to kind of let me pursue my surfing. And so we just went for it and um, did a little fundraising to make a short film. And then kind of along the way, a lot had happened. Um, Specifically, I conceived my firstborn son, Tobias, which was like, yeah, this was a really important part of the documentary to share was like me entering into motherhood. And I always really looked forward to becoming a mom. But when it happened, I was like completely devastated. I like could not talk about it without crying. Like every time I went to tell someone, I would just start crying and like couldn't even tell them. And I honestly think that that was kind of like Satan kind of trying to like destroy the joy and beauty that God gives us in that time of our life. So, but I knew a lot of other women faced that sim- those similar feelings. And so I wanted to share that because that was really just like a feeling of like a lie, I would say, because once I birthed my son, like any fears, doubts, like any of that feeling of like, I just want to live my life kind of disappeared. (laughs) And I wouldn't want it any other way in hindsight. Yeah, it was just cool. And then I actually continued surfing and had some of my like have done some of my best surfing since I became a mom. And so that kind of became this part of the documentary and sharing that and um, just a lot of kind of like it's very surf centric but like I think non-surfers can really come in and understand too and like get a lot out of it in that it just really captures my life from like a bigger picture but specifically like me chasing my dreams and passions in the ocean. Right, right. Oh, and it's just it's just beautifully done. I think the filming is incredible. The scenery is beautiful. Your surfing is awesome. And just to be able to get a little look at your husband and and the you know the inside look at what was going on is just really special. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, for sure. Well, we um we've really enjoyed it and been inspired by both the surfing and the story. And I think that any any mom will relate to that tension, you know, between. Yeah just wanting so bad to be a mom, but then the reality of the day, day-to-day grind is, is not always what you imagine. And then when you've got something else competing for your heart and your time, it, there's just a lot of surrender. And, and like I told you before we recorded that just, you know, I have been um, just encouraged to see your faith and your heart to just walk through things wherever God's leading and whatever that looks like, if it means more surfing or more competing or not, it's just awesome to see you following what he's leading you to. So well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And it's funny because like, even if I'm not like surfing professionally or competing, like I'll always be out there and I, I'm always kind of like motivated to take care of my health because my mom, who was a big surfer, kind of let go of surfing after she had her, me, her third child. 
and um, she just was a total like mermaid babe surfer girl mm-hmm. and yeah, she kind of lost that and that yeah. made me really sad because I know she misses it and she's just not in health to actually surf now so but she's such an amazing woman. So um, I, I learned so much from her still today. Oh, she just I has such that. a heart for her grandkids and is just such a great mom. She's always giving me either like great advice or annoying advice, whatever. <laughs> um, but she, so that always like when I entered into motherhood, I was like, okay, I'm going to take care of myself and yeah, make sure yeah. I can still surf because eventually I want to be surfing with my kids and not like yeah, sitting yeah. on the beach watching all the time. I want to oh, be like in so action cool. with them. And yes, so now yes. my five-year-old or almost five-year-old like really getting into it and he has like his own little passion and fire going. So I was like really hesitant to like be pushy about him uh-huh. surfing because uh-huh. I just, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be like that. So um it's been cool because I've nudged him here and there, but otherwise he's like the one like, yeah, I want to surf. And he'll literally be like the last boy standing. And I have, my parents have um, about eight or nine grandkids now. And so sometimes we're all at the beach together and Tobias is like one of the last kids standing like in the water, still surfing out there. <laughs> so it's oh fun God. for me. I'm like, yes, please keep surfing and love it. <laughs> So I can surf with you. What a dream. Yeah. And I think, you know, because we do, those of us whose kids are competitive surfers, we see the parents who push too hard. But I think when you just have a natural stoke and your family's just loving it, that that it's just going to come naturally. So I love that. He's going to, I'm sure, be great. Both of them will be. So I love that. Can I have a story about your mom, actually? I wasn't planning to share this, but now that you mentioned your mom (laughs) a bit, I think you don't even know this story. So I have to tell it. So a few years ago, before I even wrote Boy Mom, I was working on a different idea for a book. And I won't say too much about it because who knows, maybe someday I'll still do it. But I was really into um, kind of finding out the story behind people who I just really respected their accomplishments, overcoming things, all, you know, all different categories of people. And so I was tracking down people's parents to ask some questions. Oh, <laughs> and somehow, yeah. and I don't remember how I did it, but I got your mom on the phone. I don't know if she typically takes <laughs> interviews, but it had to be like four years ago. And so yeah. your mom and I were just chatting about raising kids and about how she raised hers, because I know just enough about how you grew up. You were homeschooled and, you know, yeah kind of living a lifestyle like I want to be raising my boys in. And the one thing I remember, and I'll have to pull out my notes to remember more, but I remember asking your mom about cell phones and what her thoughts were for young people today, which, you know, you grew up, it's been a few years, so they probably didn't, cell phones weren't quite what they are now. But I was like, so what do you think? What would you say today if you had, you know, a teenager, would you let them have a cell phone? And I loved her answer. I've, I have told so many people what your mom said because I thought it was the most simple but wise advice. She said, and maybe it's changed right now, so I hate to, you know, put yeah. this on her. But she said, <laughs> well, if they can afford to buy the phone and pay for the monthly, you know, plan and all the fees and everything <laughs> else, then I guess that's up to them. And I stopped and thought about it, and I could not think of a single person I know. Now, some kids buy their own phones, sure. But 
we always put them on our family plan, right? It's like, oh, yeah. just, you know, the parents pay for it. And I thought if my kid had to start his own plan, pay the monthly fees, there's no way they would be able to afford it. So I thought <laughs> that just simplified the process. Isn't that wise? That's so awesome. And it's funny because I have that same kind of model. <laughs> when Good. my kids are old enough to have a phone, they can buy it themselves, but they will still have boundaries. Like they have to put it. Yes like use it in the upstairs like family area and then also like put it away when mom and dad ask and like not have probably a lot of apps and whatnot um just yeah and yeah I mean I'm sure (laughs) but yeah it's it's interesting to think about but yeah my mom I definitely now that I'm a mom have so much more respect for her like the amount of time she gave me, I, I would say, like, my favorite thing about my parents is just the amount of time they spent with me. Like, mm. that alone is really admirable. And I think that's what helped, like, myself kind of um, cope with life and kind of become the person I've become, so to say. And by all means, I'm not perfect, but, like, I feel, like, pretty contented at life and um, just yeah, I just feel really thankful for how much time they gave me. And, um, you know, they always got me to the beach and, and then homeschooling was cool because I was with them a lot. And I don't like think that they regretted that by any means, like that time that I got to be with them. And um, yeah, yeah, now it's cool. Like my two older brothers and I are all married and we all have kids and we're all with like 10 minute drive of my parents. So we got a pretty cool. Everybody listening wants to like hang out with you guys at the beach. I can just imagine how much fun (laughs) that would be to have all those cousins and it's super fun. Uh, We want to see a movie about that. And I think that alone (laughs) would be so much fun to watch. Well, I am doing a little series here over the summer Uh, where I want to just kind of celebrate the different stages of raising kids, the different seasons of motherhood. And I know many of us who have older kids would say there was a favorite stage or a favorite season. And some of us look back and go, oh, I never want to go through that one again. But every stage has something really great. And I know that we have people listening who have everything from a newborn baby to a grown child or grown children. And so I thought it would be really fun to just throw out a few questions since your kids are almost five and two and just kind of talk about the real day-to-day stuff of raising boys, some of your favorite parts, maybe some challenges so that people know that they're not alone and um, that there's something always to celebrate. So are you cool with just answering a few questions about raising your boys? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so... Tell us what you've loved so far about being a boy mom in the preschool years and maybe even something that surprised you or that was unexpected about raising these boys. Oh, goodness. Um, Like, I guess I just love... You were raised with brothers, right? You're like me. I had two older brothers. So you've you've got two brothers. So So I'm definitely a boy and I think I would have been... I would have adjusted just fine with girls that I definitely had this like sense of like, I would do good if I have boys. <laughs> uh-huh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. Like, I mean, especially in Hawaii, 
no matter what, I think all kids should be outside, but boys especially, I think, just need to be in the environment, adventuring and, like, finding worms and just playing in the sand. And, yeah, just yesterday, Wesley, like, found his way into a puddle and was, like, splashing around in a muddy puddle, and it was just so cute. So I like, like, kind of the spontaneity of this age and just kind of... um, yeah, just embracing their youngness and their create like their learning. They're just soaking up everything. Um, so it's really just a lot of fun, and we travel a lot too. So that's really interesting. Um, just kind of bringing them along for the journey, and I feel yeah, like good travelers. Yeah, they're both really great, especially my older son. Like, he's amazing, and they do great on planes. And we do little, very, very little technology. So when they go on planes, they get to watch movies, um, which is exciting. Um, So that always is, like, kind of the savior for really long flights. Totally. My boys would get excited about watching movies and drinking Sprite. (laughs) That was their airplane treat. Yeah, I know. I feel bad. I, like, don't let them have, like, sugar yet too much. Okay, good, good job. But Keep it up. Don't I'll listen get, to like, me. Soda water with, like, a splash of juice or something. Or, no, we just yeah. always bring a ton of, like, yummy, healthy snacks, and they just know that they get to snack as much as they want. So right. they're stoking for works. sure. <laughs> uh, Okay, so how about what what has been the most challenging to you in this season? And maybe it's because there's two of them or anything stand out to you as a challenge? Yeah, um, honestly, like I felt like your first question was kind of hard because this season definitely almost feels more challenging to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're definitely in this time of like, okay, we're going to survive it. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there's so much joy and it is really fun, but it also feels like there's just like a lot of kind of, um, they're definitely fighting a lot lately. Um, so they need kind of like a parent kind of there to help, you know, organize yeah. play and whatnot a lot. So we always kind of like, you know, if we're uh, neglectful for too long, it always kind of backfires and we're like, okay, you go or you go, mom or dad. And yes. so and then my, my two-year-old likes to wake up um, every morning at 4.30. That, that is really a hard one. Like, I don't do well with that. And it's... No, mentally- that's too early. Tell him. No. I know it's so hard and so one of us will like usually get up and just you know make him lay back down and we'll lay with him and maybe one once a week he'll fall back asleep but otherwise we're pretty much up at 4 30 which is really um a tough one to swallow right now (laughs) yeah I mean it's one thing to get up at 4 30 for I don't know nursing a newborn Yeah, or yeah, or you're competing in some great surf contest, or you're spending time with God. But when you're just up, because they they don't settle down. I mean, once they're up, they're they're going. Well, I I relate well. It, you know, anyone who's read my book, Boy Mom, knows that those those years were by far the most challenging for me. I think it's just the boy energy, and there's so much parenting going on, right? I mean, it's not like you you can just be on autopilot you, there's you've got no, to be correcting pretty much all day long and you have to yeah. keep them alive right You're, they're they're not even <laughs> safe if left to themselves 
yeah they're definitely like snacking every hour and a half or so so it's like it definitely yes. feels like full-on non-stop go 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 um but yeah we we love it and my husband is definitely one of a kind like he's so amazing so he I feel like he has more patience than I do and so um just kind of like yeah. leaning on him a lot sometimes when I finish a day that didn't go so great and my patience was not there. Um, yeah. So we talk a lot, which is really nice. We talk a lot at bedtime just about like our approach moving forward if we have a bad day. And um, I find that like really helpful. It's almost like just like therapeutic yeah. uh, yes. a time yes. event. Yes. A time yeah. to vent, but also, like, celebrate, like, their their awesomeness. So, like, lately, like, just because it feels so hard, we try to just celebrate their, like, really celebrate their cute moments or if they do something nice, like, last night, Tobias, I have him come and help put dishes away. And so he was eating dinner, and then he came and just helped without being asked. So that was, like, a big win in the dinner big time. Win. And so he, we have like a little sticker chart that is just kind of like, it's like a behavior chart. Like if he does something nice or, you know, he helps without being asked or just like has a really good attitude or catches a lot of waves in the ocean, he'll get a sticker, you know? There <laughs> like, you go. I love that you include no, like, waves in there. <laughs> if you behave well or catch good waves. <laughs> yeah. Or like, has a, you know, cause I, as an athlete, like I found that like so much of the physical translates to the mental. Yes. So mm-hmm. I celebrate like when they work hard, like if, if Tobias, we have like a climbing rope, if he climbs it like five times, he can get a sticker. And so like, it's kind of interesting because it's like, I don't, I want them to just enjoy moving and they do enjoy moving just on their own. But I find a sense of like, I see how much surfing has shaped me in my like life as a whole and just the challenges that the ocean throw your way and how it like wants to beat you down and send you back to shore. Um, You know, a lot of people, if you don't surf, like surfing is really fun, but it is the hardest sport probably in the world to master. So the ocean is just so challenging and can be so frustrating at times, but, and sometimes your muscles are just so tired and don't want to go anymore, but you just have to like push through that. And so that's like has taught me so much. So I see a lot of like good in physical movement and how that can be such an advocate for our kids as they grow up into their adult life and how that carries over into the mental. All right, guys, speaking of the mental, I want to take a quick break to thank this episode's sponsor, Classical Conversations, which is a homeschool curriculum that I think a whole lot of you would be interested in. Now, you might have caught my interview with Robert Bortons, the CEO of Classical Conversations, which I like to call CC, so I don't trip over my tongue. That was episode 54. If you missed it, go check it out. But what I love about CC is they combine community learning with a home education. And I know a lot of you are thinking about homeschooling, maybe wanting to try it out, especially because of everything going on in the world. And yet you don't want your child to miss out on that community element of learning, that social aspect of learning. And CC is great because they combine a home education with weekly meetings in a home or church or some community setting. And there is probably a group meeting somewhere near you. So be sure to go to the website to find out if there's a group already meeting in your area. 
and go to classicalconversations.com. Of course, there will be links in my show notes so you can find out more there as well. But I really love what they do. I have a lot of friends who use CC and are very happy with it. It is preschool through grade 12. There's over 125,000 students using CC and they're in over 42 countries. So guys, it's a solid curriculum. I think you're going to love. Check it out. Find more in my show notes. And now back to my conversation with Bethany. So you're in a challenging season, clearly, and I think anybody, even best case scenario. And you mentioned just the, the beautiful part of, of sharing the parenting journey with your husband. Is there anywhere? And again, we're just just curious here because I love to talk about yeah. this stuff with everybody. But how about Adam coming from a, you know, you're coming from two different, not only two different families, but two different areas of the country and yeah. have you discovered areas where like your parenting is different? You've had to figure that out. <laughs> Anything you can share with those of us? Because I get asked this one a lot from listeners. Yeah. Um, well, we definitely grew up in very different environments. He's a Kansas boy. He grew up in a town of like 100, which was like nearby a town of 3000. So it's very small. Okay. But yeah. I mean, Hawaii is pretty small too. Mm -hmm. Like the population, yeah. I think, is around 70,000 spread out throughout the island. So it's pretty mm -hmm. small. Um, plus, you have visitors and whatnot. But um, one thing that is actually kind of comical <laughs> <laughs> that, like, we kind of disagree is, like, my family, how we do things. And, like, it's funny because both my sister-in-laws, like, just crack up at this. But we play first and then work. <laughs> okay got it <laughs> whereas like yeah. he grew up and it's like work first and then play <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so what's the compromise how do you figure that one out <laughs> um well we're finding the balance um but like the ways, <laughs> so the waves are only like really epic certain yeah. times of the year so we'll kind of like no, prioritize no. play during that time of the year and then like get work done after but I think I've kind of like been starting to learn more to like make sure we get work done, you know. <laughs> um, yes. You can't always just yes. play, play, play because I'm totally like the mom that wants to play. Um, I but I also Your like kids will love, love that about you forever. Yeah, but I mean, I also love like I'm also the mom that's like, okay, go clean up your mess for the umpteenth time today. Um, like Wesley's game right now is definitely, he's in that stage where he just makes messes everywhere he goes and like leaves his clothes everywhere. Yeah. So we're in that stage of like training and just teaching him to clean up and he actually does really good for the most part. And, um, I'm pretty proud of him, like, and how he's coming along with his cleanup skills. <laughs> yes, it's hard. It's a, that again, it's a daily training. So good job yeah. at getting that last, in that. Last week, I think I went and hid half of their toys in a high up closet because I was like, I'm fed up with this. We need to put these yeah. away. And if they want them, they can ask for it. But <laughs> yes, make them earn them with their stickers. Yeah, or if they're like super crazy or responsible, they I just put them away for a week and be like, sorry, boys, you can't have these for a week. <laughs> well done. I love that. Okay, so I've been seeing you guys on Instagram doing some awesome workouts, some couch workouts, yeah. some workouts with the kids. I know that for me now, I'm not 
I, okay, how do I say this? I'm not a surfer, but I, yeah. I can kind of, I can surf a little, <laughs> a little bit and I stand up paddle and I'm in the, I love to be active, of course, but yeah. I know that I've always been an athlete in one way or another. I'm a runner and all that. But when you bring kids into things, you know, however active you are, it can be challenging. And I'll never forget like pushing the double jogger and the kids would turn and ask me a question and I would like snap at them because I'm like, this is my workout. So I can't imagine trying to train as a professional surfer with little boys that just you know, constantly want you and need you. T- tell us how that has looked, how, what you've learned, how you've figured yeah. out some ways to approach it. Yeah, I I love moving. I'm such a mover. And um, even if I wasn't trying to push it in my sport, I'll probably keep up the work up, workout regimen just because it yeah. makes me feel good. And I think it kind of helps combat stress. And um, also is very functional in like lifting heavy children and sure. <laughs> Just like yeah. keeping up with like the physical aspect of mothering. And so um, I find and, and also having one arm, it's it's a challenge holding a baby. So I do a lot of things to just keep my body alignment and posture in check. Yeah. Um, which yeah. All of that translates to for my sport. So, yeah, I definitely really love it. And I've learned a lot and just had a lot of like kind of mentorship or coaching or um, having a trainer kind of work with me. So it's, um, yeah, it's been a really, um, good blessing, especially after having like going through postpartum and just rebuilding your core is so important. So, um, being able to kind of work on that with someone was really cool, but yeah, I was thinking, I often think about like moms in general and just like, um, I think keeping your body healthy from, not just a physical standpoint, but mentally too, is so important. So moving, uh, like exercise is proven to fight um, depression. So as as parents, like protecting our family by caring for ourselves is so important. So, you know, you don't have to be like a crazy workout person, but just like finding your exercise niche to like um, keep you happy and keep you going is so important. So Like, I love just, like, going for a bike ride with my son, or he'll bike while I walk, Um, and often my husband will come, too, so that's kind of, like, our family thing. We do that uh, quite a bit um, in the evening. My favorite videos of you guys is when you are, like, out working out, and the kids are, like, in and out, and you do it in fast motion and stuff. Yeah, and then that's Another thing is, like, I continued pursuing my sport um, after I had my firstborn, but, you know, when I'm in the ocean, I'm away from them. So sometimes I'd be surfing from like as much as two to five hours a day. So if I did any kind of cross training or stretching, I would always just include them because I don't like to be away from them for mm-hmm. more than that amount of time in a day. Um, wow. It's just like mentally um, doesn't do well with me. Like I just yeah. feel at unease and I want to be with them. So when I do get into the gym, I usually approach it with the mindset of like, they're welcome anytime. And if like my two-year-old's climbing on me, then it just makes it more challenging. Um, So, and then too, sometimes though, if they're like really, if they have a bad attitude though, then sometimes I'm like, okay, this is mama's time. You need to go and figure out something else to do. 
So we also have those boundaries if they're kind of out of line since they are at that younger age and it just like sometimes they're just on a on a terror, you know. Um, oh yeah, they'll well, never get enough of you. Like there's they're, they're never satisfied. They always want more. So sometimes you just have to say, "This is my time." Yeah. So oh. we definitely find the balance, and I think too, it's so good for them to see us moving because I want them to yep. develop healthy habits and. Like, I have a deep desire that my kids will be, um, that it's my responsibility for to, to nurture their health. And, you know, I've heard this statement so often from people out there saying, like, oh, they're young and resilient. They can eat whatever, and they'll be fine. But I kind of tend to disagree with that. Like, I think that in these young years, like, they should be fed the most nutritious, healthy, life-giving food because their brains are in full development. And, you know, you look at the disease rate of kids around the nation, and it's absolutely devastating. And we as moms have the power to give our um, kids nutritious, good food. And there's so much resources out there. And you you can do it in an affordable way, too. And just kind of like, you know, find your priorities. But the unfortunate thing is, you do have to be aware and you do have to um, kind of go the extra mile to find the healthy foods if you're going um, inside the outer aisles, you know. Yep. So yep. Um, one oh, book, that. I'm going to throw out a book recommendation. Since good, good. I'm actually reading it right now, but it's called, it's called Deep Nutrition by Catherine Shanahan. And to be honest, okay. it's kind of a grindy read, but I think after this book, I'll probably stop reading any kind of health books. And I've read quite, wow. quite a few. So wow. um, the other one I really liked actually was called The Dirt Cure. And it, it definitely talks a bit more about like for kids and the, the fight against autism and um, nutritional deficiencies, which can oh, um, stem into like um, struggling to, to learn and also, you know, just ADHD and all that stuff. So yep, yep. yeah, there's so much resources. And I just encourage all you moms, like, I'm on a mish personally. And it's just good to know that you can empower your kids through nutritious diets. And um, yeah, still, they like like food, too. They're like, yeah. you know, they like what we create, but we make really healthy food and they have like they do so good with their veggies and everything um oh good well I I couldn't agree more and I you know in my one chapter on on physical health in boy mom I talk about that that you know and and we're you know we're probably more moderate than you I I admire your commitment but my husband being a physician and he says that you know, so many of the diseases he sees, he calls them diseases of choice. And, and yet our kids don't get to choose. They literally get to eat what we give them. And so in a way I'm like, sometimes it feels like it's child abuse because you're, they don't get to choose what they eat. They're eating what mom and dad give them. And so I take that very seriously and say, until they are old enough to understand and make their own choices, it is a huge responsibility for us to feed them well. And like I said, I'm, I'm, little bit moderate with that but I do try to throw yeah. them with as many fruits and I'm veggies sure. and 
I always think as long as I'm trying, like, and, yeah. and, and yeah. too, I always think like, as long as it's 80% good, like you're, you're doing a decent yeah. job. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of people that it's like as low exactly. as like That's 20% good. So you want to just try to aim for the yeah, majority yeah. to be good. And like my boys go to birthday parties and I'm not like usually too crazy. I usually just let them like go. Um, but for the most part at home, everything's pretty nutritious. And like yesterday we, we have a fruit tree on our property. So we made like coconut soursop, which is like a, a Hawaii fruit or a tropical fruit and then it has like mint in it too so we're gonna have popsicles this afternoon <laughs> yeah well, I saw really some nice. recipes on your website that I want to make I saw one that Adam shared some kind of like uh kind of healthy version chocolate bar thing that I was like I am yeah. getting all those ingredients and making that oh my gosh those ones are dangerous like every time we make them I definitely like eat way too much of them but the kids love them and they're really filling and like uh good for the kids but like a total treat <laughs> yes well I'll I'll link to that recipe and also to the books you mentioned so thank you for that and then um, before we wrap up with my fun boy mom questions I also would love to hear I know listeners would love to hear um just as far as teaching your kids about God and the Bible, there's there's so many people looking for just good resources. Do you have any tips or at the age that your boys are at, what are some some things that you're doing right now to give them a foundation in their faith? Yeah, no, it's such a joy. I love it. Um, that's actually probably a highlight for me in these young years is just being able to talk about God with them and encourage them in their faith. Um we um, practice a, a Lutheran tradition, so um, both our boys are baptized, and we encourage them, or we remind them of their baptism all the time, and it's pretty special, like, just going to church with them, too, like, they're really, they really love it, and oh, um, they look forward to it, at, at least at this point, yeah, um, yeah. and they have, like, a little mini kids service, like, and they sit with us in church, which is cool, too, so they get to see dad singing and, and whatnot, and, um, yeah, just be with us, and we really like that, so um, church for sure, and um, we pray just every day, every night at bedtime, and just kind of, like, talk about, like, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and then Tobias is actually memorizing scripture, too. I think Aww. he's had a few scriptures memorized, and mm-hmm. it's fun because, you know, he can't read, but his mind is so amazing right at this age. Like, he can memorize so greatly. Yes. So, and yes. then we talk about the scripture, too. Um, so that's really fun. And then I forget the the Bible we like to use because I, I like to read the actual Bible to them. But we also read, like, a kid's Bible as well. Um, I well forget if you find it, you can send me the link. And I'll, I'll text you the one that we like. But I okay. found myself editing a lot of kid's Bibles, so I got rid of a few that I didn't really You, you were editing them, like, as you read them? Yeah, I would, like, change the words because I was like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I found one that I really liked. <laughs> Oh, good. Um, and they really like it too. So that's cool. And then just like, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, there doesn't have to be like a crazy pressure there. Like, I don't feel pressure. Just like make it a part of life. I'm not trying to like, you know, shove it down their throat or anything, but more just share from like a personal perspective too. And 
if they see you walking in a genuine relationship with God and full of his joy and his peace, I think that's going to make them want it more than you could ever preach it to them. So, yeah. And one thing too, I try to practice with them is like forgiveness. So just talking about like what forgiveness is and especially like when Easter season comes around, it's really amazing opportunity to talk about just like what, that all means for our life. And that's like the essence of the Christian faith is is like Christ dying on the cross for our sins and overcoming sin and death on our behalf and how his forgiveness is like there for us daily. And so when mom and dad blow it, like we just straight out ask them for forgiveness, you know? And I think just them seeing our true self, but also our need for their forgiveness is like kind of living out the Christian faith. And um, they, yeah, I mean, I think Tobias has a really good understanding thus far, and it's really um, just a special time to be able to, like, talk about that. And Yeah, yeah. that's where it all begins. Oh, I love that so much. Well, listen, I don't want to keep you too long, but I would love if I can just close with my couple of questions I like to ask all of my guests, if that's all right. So are you yeah. ready for a couple boy mom questions? <laughs> Some of yeah. these we've kind of touched on, but I want to hear if you could name one boy mom essential. And this is something that you can't imagine living without with your boys. What do you got? Probably the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good answer. Um, ocean in the sense that it's my escape for some mama time but it's also like the best escape for all of us when like everyone starts kind of going at each other at the house and then it's like oh yeah we're not supposed to be indoors we need to go outside and get to the beach (laughs) and then everyone's like at peace and ease with each other and there's no more like fighting or chaos No, I love the ocean and it's just like a healing place and like a God-given place too. So um, that's probably my boy mom essential. (laughs) Super good. Well, um, I guess we kind of already covered earlier. I usually ask if there's anything, you you know, a memory or a time where you just looked at your boys and were like, I'm such a boy mom. Like I have boys. But is there anything (laughs) your boys do that just make you shake your head going, these are boys? Oh, let me think. Um, <laughs> you already mentioned worms and dirt and bugs, and that's what I think of when my boys were little. Anything else yeah, along those lines? I'm trying to think. Like, my husband, well, I'm just thinking recently my husband made um, a little bow and arrow for Tobias out of, like, t- they're, like, long toothpicks almost. Oh, and, like, okay. tape and then fisher yeah. string, fishing string, cool. and yeah. tope just be in the front yard like shooting it all morning long for like 45 minutes yeah and the thing could shoot like so far like 50 feet sometimes I was like this little tiny bow and arrow so Uh, um, my boys would love that I gotta yeah just seeing Tobias like into like bow and arrow and um stuff like that skateboarding they're definitely like boys and Wesley is just such a character. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't really get into, like, he's super comedy. He definitely has... People can just look at your Instagram feed and they're going to (laughs) see... Yeah, like him laying on a skateboard. Like, we didn't teach him that. He's just, like, laying on a skateboard, like, holding on to the stroller with his hand, like, making a noise, like, just being so funny. 
Um, yeah. Oh, oh, so, yeah, they're such a joy, and we just are so blessed to be able to share life with them. And I just like try to wake up with the kind of thought process that it's a privilege and an honor to like serve them, and um, yes. yeah, just love yeah. them well. And they're like my ultimate neighbor, so loving my neighbors well is like kind of the <laughs> daily <laughs> meditation. <laughs> I love that. We could all use that. So if you were to speak to, and you know, it's only been a few years, but you've got five years under your belt. If you were to speak to Bethany as a brand new mom, just from the experience and wisdom you have now, is there any piece of advice you'd give yourself that might encourage some of the, some of the young moms out there? Because a few people who listen even are just pregnant with their first baby. So Uh what would you say? I always like ask my favorite older moms advice like when I'm hanging out with them and so just being like open to advice from other moms especially those like in your life and just having someone you can talk to I think is really important um and then otherwise if I was giving myself advice I would maybe like I kind of like almost like I think your firstborn you can't help but kind of like baby them too much like you know you catch there every fall but like I can see a resilience that my second son has that my first son doesn't have as much like yes my first son's like amazing in his own way but like I almost feel like I caught his falls too much so to say so I maybe would have just reminded myself like hey like even though you want to catch his every fall you don't have to um and and then also like start please and thank you when they're like a baby because like my 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 two-year-old has really good manners and and my four-year-old's great too but like he often needs reminding but with my two-year-old I just would like respond on his behalf like thank you mama like if I gave Uh him a smoothie and so you can kind of like respond for them and and like also I just I try to thank my husband like all the time for every little thing he does. And now mm-hmm. it's really cool because my two-year-old has like says thank you so easily and so well. Like I'm like kind of blown away. I'm like, well, we did something Aww. right. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're high five. But it's like, yeah, I just want to raise like honorable young men. Oh, one more book. You guys gotta yeah. check out. Um, rules for a night and Monica you should get this for your boys like tomorrow (laughs) and read it with them because it's such a rad book and it's about like kind of living an honorable like respectful decent life from the perspective of a knight um so like this dad who was going into battle and he was a knight and he was going into a crazy battle and so he writes a letter to his kids of all the things he would want to pass to them and it's okay. super rad. <laughs> I have to. I haven't even heard of that one. I'm no, it's it down. so cool. Yeah, check it out. It's, it'll be a really fun, like, read aloud family thing and, like, um, raise really cool conversations. Um, oh, I can't wait it. to read it to my boys when they're older. <laughs> oh, so good. So what age range would that be for? More like... Uh, honestly, I would read it. I'm actually kind of reading it to Tobias now, but I think most okay. of it goes out the other ear. But I yeah. think for sure, like 12 or 10 and up. Sure. Tweens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. And I would I'll read it like, that. I'm going to read it to my boys probably like four times. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. I'm excited now. I'll definitely yeah. get that one. 
Well, um, if I, I know that most people probably know where they can find you, but can you just, if someone wants to just hop online and track you down right now, can you tell everyone where they can find you? And also, you didn't mention your course. Do you mind telling us a little oh, about yeah, that as we close yeah. too? Um, well, my husband and I, we have an online course. It's called the Unstoppable Life um, course. And we just talk about like, so we created kind of like, as of now, it's a year long course of like going through different topics that I think lead to an unstoppable life. And um, it's been really cool. It's like really changing people's lives and we're getting incredible feedback. So it's been a really fun project for us to work on um, from you home. have some amazing people who are part of that with you, right? Yeah, we, so I bring in different people that I really respect in different ways. So I have people like Kate Merrick, who we start the year with like slowing ourselves down and being present. So then you have like margin to like grow and, and like take the time to like, you know, self-evaluate, so to say. Sure. Um, and then we go into just kind of topics like training your mind, living a healthy life, letting go of comparison, um, blessing others, forgiveness is one of the topics that's probably my favorite is the forgiveness one. And all these different things that just like really empower our lives and to be just like unstoppable, so to say. I've loved it. And and then we do like live Q&As once or twice a month. So I actually did one today with our unstoppables is what I call them. And yeah, you can check that out at my website, bethanyhamilton.com and and also on Facebook and Twitter. So I love it. Well, fun to watch you inspire me and my family all the time. So I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and to just share a little bit more about you and your life and your boys. Well, thank you, Monica. Next time we're on Oahu, maybe we'll come say hi or catch you guys at the yeah, beach. Yeah, bring those boys up here. We'd have so much fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, God bless you. Keep up the great work and thanks again for your time. Thanks, Monica and aloha, everyone. Okay, don't you just love her? Bethany is just so much fun and I imagine she is such a great boy mom and I so appreciate her sharing some of her life with all of us. So guys, um, anything that she mentioned, any books, any links, her course, her documentary, it will all be linked to over in show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. Look for episode 62. And also, our Surface Sunscreen Bundle giveaway goes on in the month of July. We just chose our June giveaway winner, which was Amanda Stratton. So I've already reached out to Amanda. Congratulations, you win the June bundle of sunscreen products that you're just going to love. Now, all of you remember that Surface is offering a 20% discount on all of their products. If you go to surfacesunscreen.com and use code BOYMOM, you'll get 20% off. I love their products. We've been using them for years and you can read more about Surface, what they have to offer over in the show notes as well. Remember my dermatologist guest last week recommended Surface Zinc products as some of her top sunscreen choices. So that says a lot right? And we'll be doing another giveaway at the end of July. So be sure to read my question in show notes, leave a quick response to my fun summertime questions, and you will be entered to win the next giveaway. Alrighty. So thank you again for being a part of this awesome community. I adore you all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha.